welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? Welcome to Etsy Shop Reviews. This is episode number 53. We're going to be taking a look at a print-on-demand Etsy shop submitted by one of you guys, the viewers. We're going to provide some constructive feedback in order to help them increase their sales, and we're going to compliment them on what they're doing well. So why don't we get right to it? Real quick reminder, in the description of this video, I've got a link to my free print-on-demand mini course. If you give me your email address, I'll send you one lesson a day for eight days to help you get started with your Etsy shop. Also, I've got a great print-on-demand Facebook group. If you guys want to check that out, the link is in the description. All right, the Etsy shop we are looking at today is campiness. All right, camping, hiking, and the best memories around the campfire. Six sales. You've got your five-star review. That is great. I will say that your logo, uh, your logo is, you know, it's okay, <laughs> but it would almost just be better to like, just take the little tent part and just make that the logo. Uh, otherwise it just looks, I'm not, I mean, you know what I mean? I'm not, I, this isn't me trying to be mean or anything, but it just looks like a, you know, very like low quality, lazy logo, uh, to me. And it's almost better to like not have a logo or, you know, just like I said, just like blow up the little icon, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like. Like have your text logo, put that at the bottom and then above it really big, put the camping with the fire logo, right? Then you've at least got the whole box filled up and that's easy to do, easy to execute. I would do something like that. All right, so you have 126 items listed for sale. You're running a 20% off sale. You're also doing free shipping, okay. Uh, in terms of your sale, you know, it's worth mentioning, you know, you can reset your sale daily and it'll put a timer, uh, like a little countdown. Uh, so that's worth considering doing, um, not not that you have to do it. Uh, in terms of like how you cropped your primary thumbnail, I would almost just crop it more um, just because like the whole top 50% of this thumbnail are kind of unrelated to the design, but it's cropped at a weird place where you can't see their eyes. And I don't know what it is. It just like almost is like a weird thing in like the human brain to like not see people's eyes, but to see everything else but their eyes. Um, so I would either like include the eyes probably you know, crop it like this where it's like a square or I would crop it more like this, you know, and it's like real zoomed in on the design. You know what I mean? Um, that's just me personally. I, your primary thumbnail is going to dictate a lot as far as like the success of your shop over the um, long term. So, you know, getting like some really good primary mockups and like, you know, it, your shop's still new. So as you continue to list, just pay attention to what's working and when you find a primary thumbnail template that's working, I would say just like, you know, get a lot, you know, keep using it, keep using it, double down, triple down, you know, the deal. Um, some of your designs, I mean, you have good designs as far as like what I can see so far. That's great. That's, you know, definitely required to succeed. Uh, but like when it comes to your thumbnail, again, like look at your thumbnail and then look at your design relative to the thumbnail. Like in this case, your design is occupying maybe 15% of the available space. That's never optimal. You know what I mean? Like you can crop this any way you want. I'd probably crop it like this, at least like that. Um, you know, just, just look at other successful Etsy shops for ideas of how to get these thumbnails going and how to uh, really frame the designs. Even if, because like you're not putting designs on your shirt that big. I typically put the designs on my shirt pretty big. 
um, so that it makes it easy for me to do these thumbnails basically. Um, but you know, this is all part of the strategy long-term figure out what works best for you. Uh, you've got some white shirts, uh, some red shirts, green shirts, etc. What I've been finding lately and, uh, had Marielle tell me this and I just kind of didn't believe it until I started really paying more attention, but she was right that I think the lighter colored shirts tend to sell better than the darker colored shirts on Etsy, generally speaking. Whereas we know on Amazon, I think mainly because they Amazon requires the white background of your primary thumbnail. If you tried to list without the white primary, um, the white background on the primary, uh, it would deactivate your listing until you fixed it. So yeah, so on Amazon, like you can't even, you don't even have an option. On Etsy, on the other hand, because that's not required, you can get away with making some really nice looking thumbnails uh, and having like, you know, a lighter colored shirt in the foreground, maybe a little bit of a darker background for contrast. So that's something worth considering. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say like these shirts right here, I do not like at all. Like the navy blue background with the dark, dark, what, royal blue, I guess, dark royal blue in the front. Uh, I don't think that contrasts well at all. I would have put those on like a white shirt, uh, not a not a navy blue. I don't think that looks good. Um, anyways, <laughs> not to tear it apart, but I'm just saying. I also don't like how the 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 word army is like on the left side. There's a gap between the helmet strap, and on the right side there isn't one, so it just looks kind of like jammed in there. Uh, like if you're gonna if you're gonna use like asymmetrical fonts and asymmetrical designs, I would just make sure that they come out good. If they're not going to come out good, it's not worth it. Just use easier fonts, like some more symmetrical fonts, more symmetrical graphics, etc. Like you could just use like an American flag in that design and then put text above text below. Keep it simple. Center the text. You know what I mean? Um, but you went for the asymmetrical and I'm just, I don't know. I'm not a fan. Also make sure, you know, that you're making enough money. Um, I will say like a t-shirt sold at 2152 with free shipping just make sure that this is worth your time, you know, because I'm not afraid to charge 19.99 in pass shipping or even more than that, 25 pass shipping, you know what I mean? You can charge 25 and, and make them pay shipping too. Like once you get them to check out, I don't think a lot of people, some people will will probably abandon when they see you have to pay shipping, but like not everybody's going to, especially if shipping's reasonable. You know, they got that far because they like what you're selling. Um, you've got some of these like pocket themed designs i know those have been popular on etsy recently but again like how you frame and i mean it's not i guess because it is like the whole point of the pocket designs are that it's going to be small on the shirt so it's okay to be small on the thumbnail but like you can still be strategic in how you frame it i know i've seen some top selling versions of those sort of um, design styles where they maybe frame the mock-up like close up on a folded shirt so you can still see it's a shirt but it's folded and you're close up on the um kind of pocket uh, where the design is. I know my designs, um, you guys know I love that software. They have a great um, mock-up for that. Um, so that's worth checking out. Now, why don't we jump on over to Insight Factory and see if we can like maybe find some way to improve uh, kind of your presence on Etsy because one thing I've noticed is that you've got some very generic niches. You know, white cat. White cat, retro pumpkin cat, um, black cat, <laughs> camping facts. Okay, camping. That sounds like a good place to start. Um, how your RV looks at night with the curtains open. Me and my tent thinking if, okay, so you've got a lot of camping and I think that was, yeah, campiness is your theme. So why don't we jump on over here and type in, you know, camping 
shirt and just start with this. All right, now Inside Factory, they've got a ton of tools for Etsy sellers. I always like to reference them in these videos. I'll link them in the description. Um, but this is a great place to start so that you can get a little bit more specific and direct with your niche selection instead of keeping it very high level, like the, the white cat, you know, white cat, black cat, Halloween ghost. It's just like those first couple keywords in your title should be like signaling to the algorithm, hey, this is my niche. And then ideally your niche is not as broad as cute Halloween ghost. You know what I mean? Cute Halloween ghost. Like if we type that in, how many results are we going to see, right? We're going to see thousands. Cute, hallo cute Halloween ghost. It's, it's you and it's, it's you and it's 150,000 other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? You and 150,000 other results. And Etsy does um, 150,000 divided by 64, 64 products per page, you know, you you are on one of 2343 pages <laughs> so you know what i mean you're not doing yourself many favors um by not niching down more okay so here's an interesting one so we know camp i don't know i say we know as if everybody knows i mean i love you know me some bigfoot bigfoot stories bigfoot hunting etc uh so you know bigfoot and camping i feel like are a little bit synonymous with each other now check this out from insight factory like it's right away. It just suggested right here. You got Bigfoot wrapped in Christmas um, lights, right? So we click that, and now we've got a bunch similar ones to kind of research and see what's going on here. When you are targeting the keywords Bigfoot camping Christmas shirt, okay. Now you can also sort the last sale column to see like how many sales is this making recently. They also give you um, views on the listing since it was released. So. You know, you may want to, you know, click that and sort by most popular to get an idea of like what designs are resonating with customers. In this case, that first one, I mean, that's also a two, like a two-tone design, right? Or really one tone. It's just, um, let me see if I can open this up on Etsy for you. So like from a, just a design style perspective, check that out. I mean, it's, it's a great design. Obviously you got the Loch Ness Monster in the back, got the UFO, got Bigfoot, the, the, the trifecta, the triple crown, but simplicity in the design i mean sometimes that works sometimes that's what people want uh, i will say too that it's not necessarily a christmas one right but i guess you know somebody's gonna have to rank on the broader keywords you're a new shop you have six sales right six sales you might want to niche down to start and then see if you can kind of scale back and get into the more broad stuff i mean Bigfoot, you're going to have way less competition than what we were just looking at with like cute Halloween ghosts to where it's 150,000, right? Um, so why don't we keep scrolling, scrolling? And by the way, like Insight Factory is not necessarily telling you that you need to be selling a Bigfoot Christmas cross niche, but it's at least showing you what the best sellers are doing and giving you an accurate kind of idea of are you going to make sales if you go down this this rabbit hole? You know what I mean? Like here's another Bigfoot Christmas and it sold this week. You can see right here in this column. It sold this week, okay? And seven views in the last seven days. So it's not exactly generating a lot of interest and it is early for Christmas, let's be honest. Um, but that at the same time too, I just want to make a note that like I don't feel like I have to be in Christmas niches all the time just because we're in November, December. Like there's, there's lots of things that sell. For instance, Bigfoot in general, it's a funny interest thing. If somebody gave me a Bigfoot shirt, I'd be like, hell, you know, I'd be like, heck yeah, I want to wear this, you know, awesome. Uh, it doesn't have to be a Bigfoot wrapped in Christmas lights or a Bigfoot with a Santa hat on, right? But, but somebody out there 
is thinking along the same lines as whoever designed the shirt, which is Bigfoot Christmas. Bigfoot Christmas. <gasps> Bigfoot wearing a Christmas hat with a Christmas tree in the background, right? <laughs> and like, and I guess they actually, okay, credit to them too. They have believe at the bottom there. So believe in Santa, believe in Bigfoot. All right, all right. They deserve a little bit more credit. I like this design. Um, that's a good one. Uh, but hopefully you see what we're doing here. And here's another version of that. Uh, it looks like a, this is an SVG. So someone else, they're probably selling this on a t-shirt, but they've also got the SVG right there as well. Which by the way, not everybody's a good designer. Well, hey, how about that? $3, okay, do I really want to pay three bucks? Probably not. I'd be more willing to pay like 99 cents, maybe $2. I mean, we're talking about $3 here. It's not that big of a deal. If you sell this once, you've already made your money back in profit. Um, but all I'm saying is, hey, more uh, Bigfoot crossed with Santa. Um, again, just getting a little bit more specific with how we're <laughs> targeting niches uh, instead of just being extremely uh, broad and extremely generic. So um, Insight Factory really helps you do that. And it gives you the statistics that Etsy will not give you, such as like last sale and views and all that stuff. So it's great for um, really selecting what niches you want to be in. So beyond that, I mean, you got... I like your mock-ups though. Like a lot of these are looking really good. Um, I would say zoom out, you know, make sure we can see what product type it is when you go, when you um, create these. It looks like you might be using Placeit. Uh, this is kind of the type of mock-up that I don't like to use where there's distortion in the text that makes it a little bit harder to read. Um, that's just not something I typically do. Also, you have like two versions of, okay, one's a sweatshirt, one is a t-shirt. Got you, got you. Um, and then you have a hoodie as well. See, I wouldn't go down the rabbit hole of like, I keep saying rabbit hole. I wouldn't go down this path of listing, like creating three listings right away unless this sold. If this has sold already, okay, fine, make three listings. Make You know what I mean? You sell it on a t-shirt. Okay, now I'm gonna make it on a hoodie and a pullover. But otherwise, like, you know, you can just create one listing and then put text at the top of the description that says like, available on other products, you know, available on hoodie, available, you know, message me, something like that. Uh, I would, I wouldn't be afraid to, to do that. Also, I would just say, I'm not going to go through every one of your listings, but you, you are in a lot of like very competitive, very low hanging fruit, obvious niches, especially seasonal ones like Halloween. Like, you know, you're not going to even get to look forward to making sales for another like 10 months in these Halloween niches now. Whereas if you had instead just targeted like more, you know, Hey, interests, hobbies, passions things people are passionate about if you had gotten more into that you would be able to make sales year round and you'd be able to look forward to a spike in sales in november december whereas i don't anticipate your you know spooky halloween niche stuff is going to be selling all that well if at all in november december so i would just say like don't treat etsy like amazon merch tier 10 amazon merch tier 10 is like a dog chasing you know whatever's right in front of it like constantly chasing a shiny object because you need to be in the top selling niches at all times to get out of tier 10. Etsy, you don't need to do that. Etsy, you're building a foundational long-term business. Give yourself a chance to make sales year-round consistently. Not that you shouldn't be in the big holidays, but you know, you can you can, but you don't, you know, you only have 126 listings. Like if I have 126, I'm in 126 evergreens, not Halloween. So guys, thank you for watching this episode of Etsy Shop Reviews. Uh, before I leave, I wanted to remind you I have a full print-on-demand course that I constantly update, add new content. I'm going to be adding content around like Walmart print-on-demand, for instance, soon. 
uh, as I, you know, get on Walmart. So I'm whenever I'm on Walmart and I'm successfully established there, I'll be adding a Walmart module. So, but for instance, you got Amazon covered, you got Etsy covered, Redbubble, eBay, they all have their own modules. You get, you know, and they're in depth. It's not just like some quick, you know, breeze over. It's like everything you need to know to succeed, at least to replicate my success. And I make six figure print on demand sales every single year. So this is my drop shipped print on demand course. It's linked in the description. It covers design, covers research, covers automation, covers everything. Uh, so check that out. If you have questions, let me know, email me, message me, whatever. Uh, guys, thanks for watching. Please like and subscribe, and I'll see you tomorrow with a new top five niches of the week video. Mm -hmm.